To be thankful. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks to God in all circumstances. This is God's will for you that are in Christ Jesus. You know, that idea of knowledge is so important, isn't it? Wisdom is knowing what is right and what to do. That's right. Understanding is knowing why it's right and why you're going to do it. My desire today is to motivate you to take what you already know about this verse, to understand it deeper, and to put it into action. What if we don't do this? If we reverse this verse, that means I'm going to continue to list my problems, grow my complaint list longer. Have you ever noticed that the more you complain about something, the more you talk about your problems, the more complaints and problems you have? And the more you grumble and complain, the more you draw people to you who grumble and complain. So why don't we apply this verse? If we apply this verse to rejoice always, to pray continually, and to give thanks in all circumstances, do you think that our list of blessings and thanksgiving will grow? Do you realize the more you count your blessings, the more blessings you have? Do you realize the more thankful you are, the more things you find to be thankful for? Do you realize the more thankful you have in your attitude, the more you draw people around you who want to have a thankful attitude? Apply this verse. It's a key verse. Rejoice when? Always. When are we to pray? Continually. When are we to give thanks? In all circumstances. All circumstances. What a key life verse. Notice it didn't say give thanks for all things. There's a list I could give you of things I am not thankful for. It says give thanks in all things. Hear the difference? There are things in my life that can change. One of them being if I'm not following this verse, I can change right now and start following this verse. I must accept the responsibility to change what I can change. If you don't like who you are, if you don't like where you're going, if you don't like what you're doing, change your mind. If you put God, praise him, pray to him, give thanks to him, change your life. This idea of acceptance also means there are certain things in our life that we cannot change, that are beyond our control. I have to be willing to accept the unacceptable. I have to be willing to accept the unchangeable, the uncontrollable. Those catastrophes, those things that are chaotic, those things that are sorrowful, those things that are losses, those things that are beyond my control, the things that ambush us. Thanksgiving, loved it with the grandkids. <clears throat> I was over at Clayton and Jake's house. It's early in the morning, and Clayton and I had already had our kill the wolf with this plastic sword moment. Guess who was the wolf? <laughs> yes, I'm on all fours. He's coming, ah, plastic sword everywhere. And Jake's over there, a little three-month-old, and he starts to cry, and I'm supposed to put the pacifier in his mouth and fight Clayton. Well, I just figured Clayton knew that we had a timeout. <laughs> Uh, so I turned to help Jake, and the next thing I feel behind my neck is, boom, that plastic sword killed the wolf, yay, <laughs> clobbered me in the back of the head, <laughs> took me for a surprise. Listen, that's what life does to us. We got to sometimes accept those things that are beyond our control. They hit us like a back of the head. Bad things happen to bad people. Bad things happen to good people. Bad things happen to all people. Jesus says the sun shines on the just and the unjust, and they get the rain as well. We all live in the same world. I think of what Proverbs says in Proverbs chapter 24. And it's a beautiful passage because it says the righteous will fall how many times? Seven times. Notice it does not say the righteous will never fall. What's the key part of this verse? They will rise again. 
rise again. We all get hit. We all get clobbered in the back of the head with plastic swords of life. Will you rise? Count yourself among the number of those who are righteous and live the way that God has called us to live. Let's go back to 1 Thessalonians. I love this verse again. Rejoice, pray, be thankful in all things for this is the will of God for you. It's the will of God for you. Now, boy, people get all hung up on this will of God. You know, most of us live our life at sea level, S-E-E, in faith to climb the tallest mountain. It's that moment of clarity. I hope this verse is about to become that moment for you. Don't ever say again you don't know God's will. Yes, you do. You know it. You know what God's will is? Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks to God in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in for you in Christ Jesus. There it is right there. And then you tie it into Romans chapter 8. We're back to that word again. For we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. The power of God. The beauty of God. That in his will for us, in all circumstances, is there. It's his will. Why? Because he's working in all things for those who love him. What a tremendous value. I see a tremendous amount of value in this. When I can live a life of praising God always and praying to him always and giving thanks to him always in all circumstances, what an incredible value. One that's never depleted. You'll never be depleted from praying continually to God. You'll never be depleted when you thank God. Why do you teach, teach your children before they can even walk to say thank you? You see, the value in this, I see a God who's great. I see a God who cares. I see a God who loves. I see a God who's sovereign, a God who is provident, a God who says, I will take all things because I will work them out for the good. Do you believe that? God has made you to have an incredible, resilient character. Not everyone comes out good. Not everyone comes out well. But the promise of God is that when the things get tough, when things go to your worst moment, that you can actually come out stronger. Romans chapter 5. Suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces what? Character. Character produces hope. Hope will never disappoint you. God will pour out his incredible love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. Do you believe it? Be thankful. Now, the other day, I went into a rabbit hole. I didn't fall into it literally, but if you know what I'm talking about in terms of thinking, you're working on one idea, and you're pursuing that one idea, and all of a sudden, you find yourself chasing after another one. Ever done that? It's called the rabbit hole. And if you pursue the rabbit hole, and it's something that's creative, all of a sudden, it gives you such insights you never had before. So here I was, I was studying about the three kings of Israel. In the middle of that, I hit a rabbit hole. The three kings of Israel, David, Solomon. Saul. Saul came first. Why was David, the only one of the three, called a man after God's own heart? Here comes the rabbit hole. Here's King Saul, anointed by the Holy Spirit. Here's King Saul, had victories, expanded the kingdom, did many things in the name of God, sometimes celebrated, but never, never, ever thanked God for anything. Here was Solomon, wealthy beyond belief, Wisdom given by God, anointed by the Holy Spirit, wrote Proverbs, wrote Ecclesiastes, wrote the Song of Solomon, and never, not one time, will you find him ever thanking God. Now, I might have missed a couple. Maybe I need to go deeper in the rabbit hole. But I was pretty deep in there. And if it's there, it's going to be very minuscule at this point. And here is David, 
69 times. 69 times. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. I said, that's it. The difference between David and Solomon and Saul was simply a life of thanksgiving. And then I went a little bit deeper. Well, what about other people in the Bible who went through some pretty tough circumstances? What do they do? Then I thought about Job. And then what about Paul? Oh, the life that Paul went through? Start and end every day with gratitude. List the things you're thankful for. When you go to bed at night, don't count sheep. Don't sit there and list your troubles. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. See what God has done. You'll sleep better and wake up refreshed. Hey, listen, it's the best way to live. It's according to God's will. I promise you, your spouse will be grateful if you do. I guarantee your children, if you have any, will be thankful if you be thankful. I know your friends, your family, your coworkers will be thankful that you're now thankful and they'll want to hang around with you. I know that members of this congregation will be thankful if you choose to have a thankful spirit. God will be pleased Those all around you will be pleased when you choose, and it is a choice, when you choose to be thankful, you'll be the most grateful person of all. 